Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings. And this is going to be a really fun one today. I hope you're having a beautiful Friday morning or whenever it is you're listening. But if you're listening live, it's Friday here, heading into the weekend. This is going to be a really timely episode, and it's going to be one that we've done like we haven't done before. We're going to actually re-release an episode. So this is one I was going back through my archives, and I was scrolling through just some episode topics that we've had in the past and things like that. And I wanted to hit on Christmas lights once again because we are really, really in the in the meat of it right now. And this is a really fun interview that I did with Trey Lambert last year of Perfect Turf. He's in Oklahoma. Uh, They have a really cool lawn and landscape company, but they also do Christmas lights. And when I say they do Christmas lights, they do Christmas lights to the next level. They are top-notch and light installers. They've been doing this for a couple years now. Uh, I know they were just the other day, they were putting up a tree for their uh, their local municipality there in their area. So they have a really big outfit going on, and it's really cool to see how they do things. Now, like I said, this is a year ago from an interview from about a year ago. So uh, everything that Trey brings to the table is relevant, and he brings some really good stuff. Some of my questions may be outdated. Um, I don't remember exactly everything. I haven't listened to the whole interview through again, but I know I remember this conversation distinctly. I know there's some really good points in here that I wanted to hear talked about. And if you had any questions about light installing or things like that, uh, then Trey gets into some good points today on how they do things. Um, that's a lot of it is how they do stuff. So uh, we, I still have people reaching out to me every other day asking me how, how are we getting into Christmas lights? How's it going for us? Uh, how can they do it? What's some resources for them? So you know we've had a couple episodes this year already on Christmas lights, but I wanted to put this one out because we are in the meat of it right now. Like this is light install time. It's not too late. Uh, you need to order product pretty soon. You need to get on it and you need to really hit your marketing um, the next couple of weeks to try to really get a strong push in right before Thanksgiving and then the week or two after Thanksgiving. Uh, you need to do the best you can uh, to get on it and uh, just really jump ahead. So we're a little late to the party, but we're not too late. So I hope Trey brings you some great value today and I uh, hope you enjoy this interview. So stick along. Let's find out what Trey has for us this week. And today we have none other than Trey Lambert uh, with Lambert Lawn Solutions on the show today. Uh, Trey was actually a, a guy that I got to hook up with at GIE. So the power of networking in and of itself right there uh, is the proofs in the pudding. Of I, I went to GIE, I got to meet Trey, and now we're about to do a banger of a show. I just I guarantee you, you're going to get a lot out of this. So uh, Trey, how you doing tonight, man? Good, man. How you doing, Jeremiah? I am good. I am good. Uh, we're sitting here. The Braves are playing the World Series uh, by the time this is out, we'll probably know who the winner is. So uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll get a yeah. maybe we'll get a little chop going or something. Go Braves and and kind of cheer them on to the end. But uh, I, I'm excited yeah. to see what happens with it. We're uh, I'm from Birmingham, so we don't have any professional sports around us. So like Atlanta is who we go. We always go for the Falcons and the Braves. And so yeah. the Braves have pretty much. I mean, there's another way to put it. Besides the last two years, they've sucked the last 15 years. So. Uh, they, they're finally having them a good year. And so we're Trey's actually a mutual connection that, that I met out of, uh, for meeting Alex Kirby with trifecta. And so we were sitting here talking before we hit record. Alex is a huge diehard Braves fan. And, uh, I don't know in the moment they were recording this, he's probably biting his nails because it's, it's a nail biter of a game right now. Uh, I think it's, it's the typical baseball game, you know, one, nothing. It's, it's a nail biter. <laughs> You know, uh, I I haven't been keeping up. I've, I've kept up with a little bit, but just for his sake, yeah, I would love to see the Braves win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were telling me how he was. He, they were in the the conference, the championship at GIE, and he was freaking out. It wasn't even the World Series, and he was already freaking out. So I can't yeah. imagine. I can't imagine seeing him right now. But uh, that that's just a little side note. We love sports. We love baseball, football, all that down here in the South. But uh, we got Tron here today to talk about uh, a lot of different things that, that I know we're going to go into. Uh, I'm excited for where this is going to go. I, I don't really know. It's not scripted. I don't. I don't script my episodes, guys. I, I, if you've listened any amount of time, you know that we just come in and we we get to the nitty gritty. We have good conversation, 
And whatever whatever comes out, comes out. And it's the real life stuff that we get into. And I'm excited for that today because I believe we're going to get into a lot of good stuff. So, Trey, uh, kind of tell us how you got started, kind of your background in the industry because you're, you haven't been doing it that long, I don't think, uh, from what little bit I know about you. And uh, tell us how you got into it and, and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, well, this will actually be our fourth year business. So we've been, we've been doing it for a little bit, um, as an, as an actual business, but while I was in college, um, I was cutting lawns, um, throughout college, working a couple of jobs. I love cutting grass. I love being outside. Um, I've got a baseball background, so I actually went to go, I signed to play college ball. Um, didn't end up playing college ball cause I, that summer, it was my first summer off not playing. And I just realized how burnt out I was. Um, but I came from a background of playing baseball. So I just was always obsessed with like turf, turf management, making grass look good, you know, instant gratification stuff. Um, so, so that's kind of where I, that's where I've got all my background anyway. So you went from baseball. What made you get into starting a landscaping company? So I just, I, I loved, I loved the turf management side of stuff. Um, and when I, was in college. We, I graduated from a local college. So when I graduated, I already, I had like 63 accounts. Um, so I was like, I don't want to give this up. Um, I, I, I loved it too much. So, um, you know, within the green industry, like you and I both know, there's so many different avenues you can take. Um, so when I graduated, I, I graduated with a business management degree and, and, um, I was like, I know exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. And, uh, so just kind of, kind of dove into it and, uh, just started, Starting cutting grass, man. Just, just one of those guys in the mower. So were you actually in the field when you were in college? Because I know I did one year of college uh, while running the business, and I didn't, I, I didn't have 63 clients, and I was stressed out to the max. So were you were you actually still mowing, or yeah. did you have guys doing that while you were in school? No, I was still doing most of it. I, I had a wow. couple helpers at the time. My brother was one of them. Um, but I, I had to go switch to online classes because uh, I was just busy all the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so. Was was mostly online for the last two years of college. I was I was online doing classes because I was working all the time. So but as somebody who as somebody who's running a successful business now and has gone through college, what would your advice? And this isn't for everybody out there. Now don't don't get yeah. can't can't sue Trey for whatever he says here on yeah. the show. But yeah. uh, it, was college worth it to you? I mean, I know that's a big topic today. Is do you really go <laughs> to college? Is. Do you just drive into the industry? What do you do? I mean, would you go back it's if you if you had to go back? Would you do the same thing again, or would you change it? I would change it for sure. Okay. Um, you know, I was, I was going there cause I was always kind of told it's, it's safe. You can get that piece of paper. It's that I literally just had a conversation with this with a buddy of mine a couple of days ago, but it took me six years to get my bachelor's degree, mm. which I, I just, man, it was, it was tough. College was tough on me. I was always wanting to be, I, I just, I hated sitting down in class all day. Yeah. Um, and I was telling one of my buddies, I was like, can you imagine how far I'd be in my life right now with my landscaping business if I had six years under my belt? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, but when, when I was, when I was in high school graduating, it was kind of like everybody, you, you kind of had to do it if you wanted to be quote unquote successful. Yeah. And, that was just the and, thing to uh, do. Yeah. And, it, uh, I think the world is changing. I think people are realizing how many people need like a, like to go to a trade school or even just do whatever you're passionate about. Cause you have the drive um, and you have the want in these days, if you want to work, you're going to be successful. Yeah. Like that's, it's going to happen. Um, so, uh, so no, I, I, man, I gotta, I gotta say it. I, I don't think, uh, I think, I think I, I wasted. Yeah. I mean, I can't say I wasted, but I, but I did. I mean, yeah, but that's okay. I mean, I know people that, that I know a lot of people have done that. They, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, you learned stuff out of college. You obviously, you took your business management. So you had, you got some stuff out of it, but, yeah. It's like you're saying, where would you have been if you had those six years to further your business? Six years. Yeah. That's yeah. Cause I mean, we're four years, we're four years in it now and, and we're, we're much further along than I could ever imagine. And like the opportunities are endless, yeah. you know? And so it, it makes me so mad, but Hey, I can't go back. All I can do is move forward. That's right. That's right. You just, and, and it kind of goes into everything that we've talked about before on the show is learn from your failures. Uh, I mean, and I wouldn't consider college a failure, but you, yeah. you definitely, you, like you said, you, you think you wasted some of the time. Some of it was, yeah. you failed some of the time and you didn't do everything you could have done. So yeah. you learned from that. You didn't just, you didn't just sit back and be like, ah, well, it's fine. We'll move on. You learn from that. And you know what not to do. And you can give advice to young guys coming up now. Yep. That's, and that's the main thing is, is, uh, just educating and, and, and letting guys know, uh, 
you know, you can chase whatever you want. And that's kind of the, that's the beauty of living where we live um, now is just the freedom of doing what you really want to do. I mean, if you want to start a landscaping business, you can. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, there's, like I said, if you have the drive and the want, that's, that's it. Nothing man. can hold you back if you really, if you really want to do it. But, yeah. and, and, you, and, 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 you know, too, being a business owner, like, we go through so many trials, like for sure it's up and down. It's a, it's a disaster of a roller coaster, but at the end of the day, like I wouldn't have any other way. Really? I love it. I I love it. I'm the same way. I wouldn't go back. I'm not going to work for somebody. That's the thing. I'm just not doing it. Um, I was actually doing a a podcast with somebody the other day and they were saying that it it was, um, the reason they were doing it was because they were so broke. They would never go back. And, and, yeah. When you when you become a slave to somebody as an as an employee, and, and I'm not everybody that is not meant to be a business owner. That's just the fact of it. Uh, it if if everybody was that way, nobody would have successful businesses because you could have good employees to run them and and that type of stuff. But uh, yeah. you, he learned what he 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 came from somewhere, and he was like, I'm never going to be that way again. And, and so he decided he wasn't. And so he had the drive to stick stick out his new business, and now he's grown it into a six hundred thousand dollar company. Um, so yeah. it, it's. He had the drive. He had the one, and that's what you were hitting at right there. Was if you have it, yeah. you can get it. If you have it, and and you know, there's a lot of guys, especially that I know from from my early, you know, going into college. There's a lot of guys that really don't have the drive. Yeah, and that's nothing. That, it's nothing against them. It's just you know, that's just who they are. Everybody's meant to be their own person, and everybody's everybody will have the success, however people want it. Um, but I feel like you know, for sure, my question. My mindset and, and my way about life, um, you know, college really wasn't for me. And I think there's a lot of people out there like me that just feel like that's the safe thing to do. But after you've gone through it, you're like, oh man, I gotta, I just, you know, it just doesn't work out. Yeah, so. yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, man, uh, kind of let's just dive into the business. What do y'all do? It's Lambert Lawn Solutions. So uh, tell us a little bit about all, what all the services that y'all offer and uh, how you're growing and, and expanding your services now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, lawn and landscape maintenance, uh, we got into, we got heavy into a commercial, um, contracts last year. So, um, one thing that I uh, moved forward to on is about two years ago, I really started pursuing it because I knew it would pay off in the long run was year round contracts for our residential stuff. So anything that was on our mowing route in the past, I really started pushing year round maintenance. Mm-hmm. So getting on those 12 month service agreements, uh, you know, at first kind of sucked because we didn't have really much money coming in. Um, but you know, by, by the end of the year, you know, winter months, you're having that consistent check come in and that's nice. So, um, we moved towards that and all our maintenance stuff. Um, we're doing, um, spraying and fertilization. So we, we started doing that last year. Um, hired my first uh, full-time spray tech, uh, here this the guy had been two months ago. So, we're growing that. We're going to really hammer that here for marketing early spring. Um, so we'll have that route going. And uh, we'll, I think that's going to be a really big um, scalable um, part of my business. So we'll be able to scale that pretty significantly. Um, and then uh, landscape, um, landscape maintenance, landscape enhancement, landscape installations, dirt, sod, and uh, irrigation. So we've been doing a lot of irrigation repairs, irrigation installations, uh, and just uh, really, really cranking it out. We've we sold some really big jobs lately to, um, to like commercial, just commercial maintenance accounts we've had. So now we've got them on our, uh, you know, literally doing the maintenance on the irrigation, doing the spray and fertilization, um, doing the maintenance, uh, you know, mowing and maintenance, landscape maintenance, and then Christmas lights. So we've got all of them. Like we've got, man, I don't know how many people we've got now, but on the 12 month contracts. Service agreements, sorry, contracts is a little intimidating word, but service yeah. agreements. Yeah, yeah, so that, hey, that's smart in there. It's so we're trying to narrow down our client base, so so shorten up our client base on like a resident, you know, residential mowing and whatnot, um, and really try to have an all inclusive package, and then just just rock and roll with that. Well, that and that fits your name really well. Uh, you're the solution to their lawn. I mean that that yeah. I like that. It really fits fits nice because. Uh, if you just have landscapes or lawn maintenance or landscaping, like you never know really what it is. And I, I'm kind of a fault to that. My growing green landscapes, people always ask me, well, what do you do to do this? Do you do that? For you, it's you're the solution to all their lawn needs. So that's, that's cool that yeah. you're growing that way. Um, I'm thinking next year on my trailer, I'm going to put we're the solution to your lawn and then I'm going to put Bass, Jeremiah, Jennings. 
There you go. There you go. It's a good marketing <laughs> tool right there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. So, uh, hey, if you want to be, I mean, you got you to be flashy. You got to have something good like that. Uh, I mean, exactly. solution to your lawn. That's, that's good. That's good. If you start, if you, if you, uh, trademark that, just, just make sure you give me the credit for it. So, you know, it, it always, that's <laughs> sure man. I will. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love oh, it. I'm just having okay. fun here guys. But so <clears throat> you've done all that. How many employees are you sitting at right now? So I've got eight guys. Okay. Eight yeah, guys. Are those full-time, part-time, a little bit of both? Right now. So I had two guys that were, uh, that were part-time. Um, but I'm, I'm probably gonna make them full time till, till December. Cause we're so busy right now. Cool. Um, so, so got eight employees right now. Got a full-time office admin, uh, one manager and, uh, and you know, our goal for next year is to double that. So we'll hopefully have 16 guys next year. Wow. So um, you're really trying and, to grow. Uh, yeah. 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 I really, I really am. We've taken it. We've taken it pretty slow the last four years, you know, just to kind of get our feet underneath and not, you know, overwhelm us with growth, but, but to grow efficiently, you know, and, and effectively. Yeah. Um, so, so I, we're, we're at the point now where we have, we have to grow, you know, we can either stay where we're at or we grow and, uh, and, you know, just double what we're doing now. Yeah. And I know that comes with a lot of trials and a lot of errors, but I think we're, uh, we've got the right team, the right mindset and the experience behind us that, that it should be, it should be pretty good for them. So we can kind of take this uh, a couple directions here. We're trying to probably yeah. kind of dive into a couple different topics, but let's go ahead and hit on this. Is what we were talking about before. We, me, and Trey talked about this at GIE, and kind of talk about uh, the how you've grown your business. So you've grown, and you, and the big thing that you say is invest in yourself before you invest in anything else, uh, yeah. whether it be equipment or. or software or whatever it is, always make sure you invest in yourself as the owner operator in your business when you're starting out. So how have you, how have you taken that and hand in hand grown your business from uh, 60 yards coming out of college with you and a couple of helpers to uh, four years in, you now have eight full-time guys and you're looking at double next year. Um, What kind of hit on some things there that go hand in hand between the investing in yourself and then the, the steps you've taken to actually grow your business like that. Yeah. So, you know, like I, we, we had me and you had kind of talked about before, you know, investing in myself was the most important thing. Um, I, I had a vision of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to be. Um, I wanted to make a good living doing this and being in this industry. Um, and I got to the point where I just became absolutely stuck. Did not know where to go from there. I saw these big companies and I'd see all these trucks and I saw these guys and everything look good. And I was like, man, I want that so bad, but how in the world do I do that? You know? Yeah. Um, so I'd say, you know, beginning of last year, I invested in a business coach um, and, and really put, you know, put a lot of money into investing in myself and, and self-learning and growth. Um, and that right there was kind of really the beginning of growing efficiently because I, I had the knowledge behind what to do, you know, um, another thing that really helped me, Jeremiah, is uh, just paying off all my debt, um, rolling everything we made into equipment. So we went from uh, we went from like two. Well, I say that we went from I, I went and financed a, a commercial mower, um, borrowed borrowed some money, and would get to the point where I'd be so stressed out about making those payments. It's like, what am I doing? So I sold that unit and bought something used. Um, Luckily, I'm, I'm mechanically inclined, so I know how to I know I know how to work some yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Work on some stuff. Um, so body used mower. Knew I would have some small problems, but hey, I was like, I don't want the debt. You know, I'm going into the winter for sure. So bought that, and literally, I started rolling all the profits into the business. So we started out with two V rides, and now we have ten. You know, and that's within uh, two years. So we got you know ten Skag V rides. Um, one turf tiger. I, I started any money we were making. I'm putting in the business, putting in the business, putting in this, just eliminating all my debt. You know, trying to stay, stay, stay tight on money, and then just having my only overhead as in uh, labor cost. You know, and obviously fuel and maintenance. But um, I, I, I wanted to grow without having that. Um, you know, without having to having to work to make the payments. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was really that that made my life a lot less stressful, you know, because I was you didn't have that hanging over you. I mean, that's the thing. No. And and by having that, you can kind of uh, if if you ever did fall on hard times, something happened, you have ten V rides to sell and make forty or fifty thousand dollars. I mean, more than that. So uh, that yeah. that's a good thing in having it. So let me ask you this: uh, when it comes to taxes over the over those three, four years here, as you've doubled and, and you've bought all those V-Rides, you've invested back into the business. Are you showing, did you yeah. show losses? Did you get to, 
Uh, well, here, here's what I mean by that. So yeah. you're, when you're trying to grow your business, you're investing in, you're spending a bunch of money, and uh, yeah. you're not going to show a lot of net profit. You're making money, yeah. but you're not going to show a lot of net profit. Exactly. At, do you have a shop? How is that? How are you set up? Do you have a mortgage? Like, have you had to finance anything like a shop uh, for a mortgage or anything like that? Or are you are you at the place where you can show net losses right now to to invest in your business and and you yeah. don't need that in you don't have to show the proof of income because like in my case, uh, I, we were just at different stages of life when we were in our businesses. In my case, I married, I have a house, so like I have to show net income, and it's hard for me to go out and spend. Ten or fifteen thousand dollars at one time on a mower because there there goes all yeah. my income. It just it shows there. So yeah. how have you so, kind of done that, man? So this is this is part of like the the not glorious. Like you can see people on Instagram and whatnot, and man, they say like they're killing it. And and the behind the scenes, it's not as pretty as it usually is. Yeah, it's uh, real I listen life. To a lot of if you if you listen to Andy Frischella, you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, the dude just you know invested everything. Um, so I had a house, uh, about two, two years ago, I had a house, um, mortgage and everything. And when I got really serious about growing my business, I sold my house. Really? I'm actually, I, I, I live um, in one of my old bedrooms in high school with my mom. Dude, I and, love uh, it. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't have a house right now. I've, I've just poured everything I've got into my business cause I really believe, um, it's going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, live here uh i i uh and then use my uh, my mom's old shop you know that's yeah. our that's our headquarters are so um man i just don't uh i don't have a really huge um big setup but um i've invested over the last couple but of you've years, put yourself in the position where in three to four years you're going to be at that point and and you're going to yeah. be able to do it debt free yeah. so yeah yeah and i don't uh you know it's one of those things that just don't have a lot of flashy fancy things but yeah. you're know, just really just putting it in and uh, knowing that it's gonna happen and, and that's why i i love andy for so much you know he's very explicit about what he says yeah but sure. the, the, the he's real like he's yeah. real and and you don't start out you don't start out with brand new azuzus and and brand new toros and and all that stuff uh and expand and, and want to grow because you get to a bad point and i've I've talked to so many different companies, different people, and so many people that have, you know, I've heard stories about them going under because they've over leveraged themselves. And so I, I know what I want to do with my future. And I kind of pretty much just put all, I put all the chips on, put all the chips in and, yeah. and, and it's making it happen. Well, that's cool. I That's cool. Uh, and guys, if you're listening right now, we're having some, having some bad weather here. So the internet might be cutting in and out. Hopefully the sound's not too bad for you, but we're trying to keep it, keep it good here. Keep the quality good. But uh, yeah. just bear with us if it does go out and you hear some some lagging or something, some storms going on outside. So, anyway, back to back to what we we're talking about. So that's that's cool. You invest. You've literally invested everything. You sold your house. You put all your money into this business. Uh, yeah. d- does that come at the hands of your business coaching? Uh, did what what kind of made you did did the did the coach did that those life lessons yeah. the business yeah. lessons help so, you do that stuff or is that something you did yeah. beforehand? Yeah, it, it helped me do that stuff. You know, I, like I said, I reached out to Alex last year, um, went, looking into business coaching because I just felt stuck in where I was yeah. at, wanted to grow. Uh, so I actually flew down to go hang out with him one, one week. I wanted, to, I wanted to learn what I wanted to learn his system. Yeah. And that dude is one of the most simplest people in the entire world. And he's got one of the biggest landscaping business right now. So, um, you know, he, he lived in a tiny home for, uh, well, whenever I went and saw him, he was, a uh, he just moved out of his wife's grandparents' basement. And this was last year. Yeah. And and you know just as well as I do how much Alex is crushed in, right oh, now yeah. in South Carolina. Yeah. So I saw him and then we went to his uh went to his headquarters, you know, and he's got a tiny, like he's got a tiny, what are those tiny homes? Not not a tiny home, but like a oh gosh, like a 16 by 20. He's got, you know, two office admins in there and, and his manager. And then they have one of those shipping containers as their shop. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is awesome. Like I just was thinking about there's no, like there's literally no overhead, overhead like, yeah. of debt. He's, he's borrowing some land. And so when I saw that last year, it was like, it was like real to me. It's like, you don't have to be like sexy. Like th- it doesn't have to be like you, you're going out to make money and, and build a business and who cares what anybody thinks. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I saw that, you know, I worked with Alex last year. I saw how he was operating. I wanted the same thing. So I basically came and did the same thing. 
So what's funny is we are, um, we're actually my mom's selling the house. So I'm, I'm going to be renting somewhere here pretty soon, but we've got us an acre property that I'm mowing the owner's lot uh, to, to use it for our headquarters. And I've got shipping containers being ordered as our headquarters. So we'll have a, we'll have an office shipping container yeah, and we'll have uh, two shipping, yeah. containers, 40 feet, um, 40 foot shipping containers for our uh, shop. And, uh, and so I'm, 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 I'm so excited. That's been our thing this week is cleaning up our old area and getting to our new one. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, just staying, staying out of the, uh, staying out of the overhead. And that's just something that I learned, you know, through investing in myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I, uh, I, I agree with everything that you said there. And it's, it's cool to see that you, I mean, you've sold everything you went all in, you invested in yourself and look how much it's helping you now. I mean, and that's like yeah. you're saying, Alex last year was in shipping containers. Now he's got his dream house paid for. He's got a dream yeah. setup, a dream shop, all that stuff. And he's running completely debt free. So that's what he can do for you. And, and, and I'm not going to be the one to say that the debt is bad. I mean, I'll be, I'll, I'm honest with everybody out there. I have some debt in my business that I leverage and because the equipment is, yeah. and, and it's like you said, everybody's at a st- different stage in life. Uh, it, yeah. and it depends on where you're at when you're starting your business. You, you can't sell your house if you have a wife and three kids, like you can't move into yeah, a yeah, yeah. house. So it, exactly. Yeah. You can't. I'm in, in, go yeah. Ahead. I'm right there. with you. Yeah. There's, there's my, I've got a cousin that's one of the most successful people I've ever met. And he, he's always told me, man, you don't, you know, you can always, you know, I, he goes, I always borrow money. This yeah. guy's got more money, you know, and, and, but he's been such a good mentor for me and understanding, you know, how everything works. Um, but my thing was, is kind of really selling everything, you know, last, since last year, just really trying to put everything I've got into my business. And, and it's helped me a ton. It's, it's going to give us a chance to leverage a lot of things and, uh, and just keep growing, you know? So, yeah. uh, yeah, I totally get it. I'm, I'm engaged, you know, we're, me and Morgan, we're getting married, uh, March 19th of next year. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, I, didn't know that. I appreciate it. Yeah. So she's, a. She would be really excited, and uh, you know I'm gonna have to. We'll build a house, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to. Do, you yeah, know, you ain't gonna be getting her in a tiny house. I can promise you that. No, I've already no. tried. I've already tried that card. That doesn't work. Uh, but you know, I know that there's there's some life things that are coming up, and like you said, everybody's at different stages in their life. Yeah, yeah, it is, so. and so you just take this with whatever stage of life you're in and implement it however you can implement the principles that we talk about on here. And, uh, it's not every show isn't for everybody, but we do hope that you get something out of, uh, get something out of these shows. Well, so that's cool. You talk about what you did there. Let's talk about, uh, really, this is what I really want to get you on here. We're talking, uh, GAE. And and the first thing I said was like, man, this dude knows how to do Christmas lights. And I was like, no way. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the guy that knows how to do Christmas lights. Has done it successfully is doing it successfully because I'm looking to get into it. And uh, I, I want somebody who can give, and it, it really seems like a hidden gem in the in the landscaping industry of a way to make money yeah. that not enough people do. So I want you to take this take this segment yeah. over here, and I want you to start from how you got into it, and just and just yeah. run, tell the story, and kind of kind of write a biography on it for everybody on, on how you've done it, and give some advice yeah. for for somebody else who's wanting to get into it. So I I was on the fence. So it's we started about th- we started three years ago, and I was on the fence of man. I want to do it, but I don't even know how to do it. I don't even know where to start. And uh, so, one of my suppliers had a uh, had a guy from a had a guy that that's the supplier for Christmas lights come and give a presentation at his local Ace Hardware, and he had free burgers and hot dogs. It's like ah, I got nothing to lose, so let's go let's go check it out. So, uh, went to this deal and I really kind of met some guys that were doing it at the time, and uh, thought it'd be a good good way to invest in you know in our business throughout the off season you know going into we get our last cuts in october you know we weren't really doing a whole lot of landscaping then so i wanted to have something that would keep us busy till december and it was really just me and my brother towards the end of that um going in uh, trying to stay busy and uh so man, we kind of went in head first didn't really have any plans we weren't doing a whole lot of leaf removal man i got bad allergies so we were doing the leaf removal i was just killing me <laughs> That's so i was trying to figure out anything bad industry do. to be in yeah, I know, right? So I was trying to figure out everything I could do to not do leaf removal, and uh, got into Christmas lights. Man, we we learned. I went in just with the whole mindset of learning, understanding it's not going to be as profitable as I thought it would be. Yeah, going into it, but you know what? You know what? Just as I do is being an owner and operator, and not having much overhead, you can make pretty good money. I mean, we made great money that first year. Yeah. 
Um, and just with the network we already had with all our lawns, uh, just saying, hey, we're doing Christmas lights this year. We'd love to help you out. That's we didn't it. have any yeah. idea what we were doing. We were using people. We were using people's lights. We were hanging them up for pennies on the dollar and making some money to get us through the winter. And uh, but we learned a lot. You know, uh, we learned that we need to charge what we need to charge to to make it happen. You know. Uh, so year two, year two ran, uh, came around, uh, and, uh, we progressed, we got a ton more houses. Now organic marketing was freaking crushing it. Um, and then year three came around and man, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was killer. It was awesome. So we, we, we had a heck of a year last year with light installations and, uh, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was profitable. It kept, you know, we had, uh, I think we only had about we had four guys last year, including myself. So we stayed busy up until January. Um, you know, January 31st is the kind of like the last day of takedowns. We tried to, yeah. Um, so we pretty much both stayed busy and, and we do a lot of duck hunting back here in Oklahoma. So we, we were able to get in the blinds quite a bit and enjoy ourselves, but um, man, it was such a, it was such a profitable way to push us through the off season. Um, and the only way I was really looking at it is yes, this can make me money now, but it can also pay for the guys that I've got throughout february exactly and it just keeps eat, that's what i heard somebody the other day that was talking about it, it was like even if you don't make a, a huge profit if you break even every every month you're paying those you're keeping those guys on it pushes yeah. you into next spring where you're not you're not having to go out and hunt for new guys that you had to lay off and, and they went on to something yeah. else so even if it's not if you're not bringing in yeah. a, a huge boatload of money if you can just make enough yeah. to turn a little bit of profit then then it's it's an added bonus so yeah, totally I want to talk details. I mean, I want to talk as yeah. much detail as you want to get into mm-hmm. when it comes to where do you buy your lights? You buy online, you have a local supplier. Like for me, I don't have a local supplier, so I'm looking online. Yeah. Anybody that's looking at yeah. that's looking to get into it, would you say reach out, try to find somebody in the community first? How do you do that? Yeah. So I would find somebody in the community. You know, there is some stuff on, on online where you can order, you know, the commercial grade C9 bulbs. Um, we've got a local, we've got a couple local suppliers, it's become a pretty decently sized industry here in Oklahoma. So there's a I lot of people. I think it's in the West. It's now. coming up more and more because uh, I was talking to James Mansky. He's in uh, where is he at? I don't remember. He's out west somewhere as well, and um, he's doing it. And then I know another guy in Oklahoma that's doing it as well. So it, I know yeah, multiple yeah. people out there, and they're like, "Man, competition's here." It's a growing industry for sure. Uh, we've gotten so many clients with the last three years that like we're we're. I'm pretty set on how we want to grow on keeping guys, keeping guys busy. So now it's like really just become bread and butter, making some pretty good money going, yeah. going out through that. But, um, but dude, like the, 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 the most important thing was just keeping money in the bank to pay the guys throughout those slow months. Yeah. And, and like you and I just talked to, like, like you had mentioned, keeping the same guys, you're going to make more money during out the year. Cause you're not having to teach anybody. So exactly. like, they're going to be efficient. So the yeah. jobs are getting done a lot, a lot faster um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we, the whole process of finding supplier, building a relationship with that supplier. And I've got, I've got a guy right now that he's one of my suppliers for stuff. And when we're, when we're running low on, on anything, I shoot him a text and he has my order ready at the front counter and the guys come in and pick it up and go on to the next house. Like it's, that's awesome. it's become a pretty cool system for us. Yeah. So, uh, luckily for me, you know, we do have a, a lot of suppliers around, um, I was mind blown when I went down there to South Carolina to be on Alex's podcast on lights, um, that there wasn't many suppliers down there. Yeah. We don't have any um, down here. Literally there's nobody around us. And that's, that's mind blowing because it's crazy up here, but you know, that's just, that's just kind of giving you an incentive of like, man, there's, a, there's a huge opportunity there. It's an untouched market money. is what it is. It is. And, and there is a lot of guys over the States and, and whatnot. I've, I've got, um, you know, connections with people that that do the lights and there's really there's a different way to do it throughout and there's so many different ways to do it and make really good really good money yeah um but uh but yeah we charge you know we do we do the light installations by the linear foot yep. you know and, and and everything can be measured pretty much google maps uh locally there's so many new housing neighborhoods going around here so so we the have images to, aren't up yet yeah, so you yeah. have to manually measure them uh and there's we found some you know nicks and some 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 hidden things to that i've learned in the past couple of years from the guys that that do it that makes it more efficient where you don't because i've been on the roofs like rolling and measuring tape around no, no way yeah i i uh, uh funny story this was the beginning of season last year i was just all in i was ready to crush it 
and we had a slight drizzle and I had a, a, a person call me from an extremely high end neighborhood and was like, Hey, we want lights. And I'm like, I'm going to go there quote this. I know I'm going to get the job. So it's like slight drizzling. I'm on top of the roof, rolling and measuring wheel on this lady's roof lines. And, uh, I got down and sent in the quote and didn't get the job. And I promised myself that it's the last time I'm walking on a stinking roof, uh, measuring with the wheel. There's gotta be an easier way. So I, you know, reached out to some guys and learned, learned, you know, you can do it by Google maps, taking pictures, measuring shingles, you know, and there's a lot better ways to do it than just being completely right on the money. Yeah. But, yeah. I've, I've actually, so I, I mean, I'm literally, it's my first year I've measured one house up to this point. But I actually yeah. just use the measuring app on my iPhone. Uh, I yeah. now if it's too high, it won't pick it up. But uh, if it's yeah. if it's low enough shoot. roof, it can shoot yeah. pretty far. You can shoot that. You can shoot lasers. You know, I've learned. I love that. I see the light spool in the background. You're uh, in the camera. Oh yeah, those, yeah. I see those C nine sockets. Yeah, I got it all sitting <laughs> back here. I still got to put them together and stuff. I'm going to be out of town next week, but then as soon as we get back, they're going up. So yeah. um, that that's yeah. funny. They're all sitting back there. But yeah. well. <clears throat> So we're talking about suppliers, make that relationship. What's the next step? The next step for me, I mean, it was order material uh, in my case. And you might, you can might say this is wrong. And, and I'd be fine if you tell me I was wrong because so, I can learn yeah. from this. In my case, yeah. I ordered the material ahead of time before I sold the jobs so that when I sold the jobs, I knew I had the material in case because the way labor, the way uh, shortages are right now, it's hard to get stuff. So I was like, yeah. I ordered 1,500 feet ahead of time. And, and it's an investment for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I spent over, well over a thousand dollars on the stuff. So what yeah. would you say to somebody? Would you say sell the job and then order the stuff or the stuff, then sell the jobs? Uh, what's well, your true, honest opinion on it? You know, it's tough, Jeremiah, because we're in such different areas. Like you said, there's not many suppliers for you. So yeah. you have to have that stuff on here. Like for yourself, you have to order that stuff. You have to have it in your inventory before you commit to a job um, to get the, the job. Exactly. For me, I have a supplier right up the street. So you sell you know, the so, job, and then so it was it. easier for me. I sell the job and got stuff. However, I ordered I ordered thousands of dollars of, of material early this year because yeah. I knew I was going to sell those jobs. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm in a different situation where, where I can I can actually have that inventory and not be you know worried about not selling it because I I know I will. Yeah. Um. But but getting into it, um. You know. If you don't have a supplier nearby, I think you did the exact, you did this, you did the right thing. Order, you know, 1500 feet of C9 wire and, and either warm white or clear, like warm yeah, white. Yeah, I just did all warm whites. White. That's the only thing I'm offering. Yeah. We'll sell more warm white and pure white jobs. We, we sold, uh, we sold four today. Really? And, uh, you know, and that's, that's, that's four, four jobs at 250 feet. Um, you know, yeah. that was just in one day and it was a, terrible day because it's been raining so like yeah. uh, you're gonna you're gonna blow through those so if you're, if you're just not getting into it warm white pure white 1500 feet of of uh which actually yeah you can do yeah you can do 500 feet so 1500 feet c9 wire um that's a good start it'll get you a but, few houses man, that that was my have thing. a supplier locally, yeah and your average i mean our average house is about 250 feet yeah. i mean that's kind yeah. of been our that's our average so, you know, out of 1500 feet, you're getting, you know, you're getting a decent, decent, you know, who knows how many houses or what, you know, what the size is going to yeah. be exactly, but um, you'll get, you'll get some good, you'll get some good houses out of that. And you know? and it's just one thing that I've picked up, you're just going to learn as you go, kind of self-educate, there's stuff on, there's is some stuff on YouTube about it, but let's break it down really quick here before, because this is, this is the route that I wanted to go with this podcast It's Christmas yeah. life specific, you know, the knowledge, let's break yeah. it down to the little stuff because the stuff that I didn't know a month ago. What is C9 yeah. wire? What is C9 lights? Yeah. What are the, that type of stuff? Because if, if I was listening a month and a half ago, I would say, what is, what is a C9? Yeah. Like, what, what is this guy mean? talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. what does that mean? So I, I'm hoping yeah. to hit somebody out there that's like, man, this is cool. I've thought about it, but I don't know anything about it. Uh, this is informative. Yeah. So, so kind of hit on, take it all the way down to the little stuff about. You're, so your your most common commercial grade um, bulb is a C9 bulb, which is kind of like, um, you see ads of hospitals and stuff being lit up. Those are all C9 bulbs. Um, so that's your basic, your basic C9 wire. So um, what Jeremiah is saying is on a spool, you can have a, he's got, I think you got a thousand foot spool behind you. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's a thousand. So you got a thousand feet on a C9 wire, which is wire with the bulb screw ins and everything's a foot. You can either get 15, 15 inch spacing or 12 inch spacing. Um you know, for us, we sell a lot of the commercial jobs. We do, we do 15 inch spacing. So for anybody getting into it that wants to have a little bit more That's knowledge. That's what I did on mine. 
you save, you'll, you'll save and make more money um, because you won't be using as many materials. So, um, and you're not going to have a big of a difference. Yeah. What's all big of a difference, especially in a big commercial building. Um, But they're a thousand feet. um, So, so say, you know, you're, you're wanting to get into it. Don't know how to do it. Go out to a house, measure, you know, all the gutters, the roof lines, the peaks. um, And that'll give you, you know, what we're doing is we're, we're measuring everything right to the exact bulb, which, you know, there's a different ways to do it faster, but um, and then quoting it, you know, per linear foot, um, charging one thing we didn't do for the first couple of years was like charge for like, you'll have that, that I think it's, I can't think of this SR or something, the, the, the blank wire. We just call it blank wire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you, you use a lot of that. You the know, extension you know, stuff, that. the stuff that ties in. Yeah. You make your own Peach extension stuff, cords. Yeah. Um, and makes it invisible, but, um, you'll, you'll have all those male females. Um, and then you'll have like the females where you can you can break off the other end and they slide right on that wire. And yeah. Um, so that's how you connect the wire from what I've. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you just have, you know, everything's all led. So we don't do any incandescent lights at our. Yeah. No, I'm not going we, we've turned on so many jobs. It's, it's way dated and it uses more energy and it's yeah. more difficult, but um, the lights is just pretty much like we had a training day today. We had, we had a, uh, we had five guys on those four new jobs that we did today. And my brother's kind of, he's kind of, he's the manager right now for all our crews. And so we did a breakdown of how we do it. And the guys got it after the first house. So, so we'll have three crews out next week installing lights um, and, and confident that they're going to be done the right. Uh, but after the first house, you'll be like, why? This is so simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, just the, so, you just got to, it's just, just a, a breakthrough at the entry. You just got to get into it. You just, you just gotta, you gotta do it. And it's intimidating at first. Cause you just like, you know, like I was like, I don't want to mess anything up. You, once you do it, you'll be like, man, this is easy. And then really add that to your landscape or lawn business and implement it. And, and, and you'll, you'll, you'll just see results, Keep, you know, making that money and, yeah. and, and stashing it and then, and then paying, having that money on hand for. So for y'all, so do y'all just do houses or do y'all do shrubs and everything? So we, we do shrubs and everything, you know, those mini okay. LEDs yep. uh, that you can really upsell, upsell a ton of jobs uh, doing landscape lighting. Uh, so, so lighten up everything, everything's connected to the same wire. So when that timer goes off, everything lights up at the same time. That's so, that's so stinking cool and at you night. you can run all that off of that one timer for the most part, right? I mean, this being an LED. Much, yeah, especially yeah. all LEDs. Yeah, it's just so simple. I mean, everything's just uh, right off one, one electrical outlet um, and, and one, one timer and everything yeah. is right up sync sync to the same thing so we're talking about pricing and i know this is we're not going to give anything away and it's everybody's market is different for sure i've heard people talk yeah. i've heard people talk three to five foot i've heard people talk ten dollars a foot in some markets yeah. um yeah. It, it, for you and, and this is like i said I, you have competition there's this is a national broadcast and worldwide broadcast yeah. anybody can be listening so don't give away anything too that could hurt you but <laughs> What are the basics when it comes to pricing? Because that's that's what I want to hear. When I'm looking for information on stuff, I want to know how am I supposed to price this stuff? Am I supposed to price it for three dollars a foot plus the light cost, or three dollars a foot including the light cost, and eat it the first year and hope you retain them the next year? Uh, yep. Or where where are you at? Five to seven so, foot, three to five foot. I mean, just a rough estimate for somebody that's trying to get into it. And it, like I said, self educate your own market. Uh, get somebody out to quote your house and then you can kind of see where yeah. your market's at. But so what would you I, say? I had so many people, uh, whenever I reached out to a lot of people like, man, you got to eat it the first year, you know, when you really make your money the next year. And I was like, I, I want to make my money the first year. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to go out here and do this for fun. Like I want to, I, I, this isn't a hobby. This is, this is, you know, yeah, it's a business. so, uh, went into the mindset of breaking down the exact cost that costs us on materials. And then what I did the first couple of years was I found my cost that I wanted per, per linear foot, yep. it's kind of the average around here. So I found that cost and then I, and then I got the cost of materials. Um, so then I simply upcharged the materials, just maybe 50, 60 cents more per foot mm-hmm. and was pretty, pretty tight, pretty tight on margin. Um, but, but had my, had my labor cost per foot. And then I added that cost in for the first year. And then the next year was just the labor cost. Okay. So does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so you have your you have your you have your price that you're making per linear foot, and then you have your price of materials. And the first year I was just up upcharging those materials, selling them to the customer. And then what I did was I offered a five year warranty in all those LED bulbs. Um, was that if, if you stored were, them though? 
If Lambert Lawn Solutions stored the lights, yep. customer got five-year warranty on the bulbs, and that was a huge sale. And you charge um, storage fees, it sounds right? great. And I started the storage fee. So, yep. so adding that into the cost of the price um, was was huge. Um, and, and I think I had out of, we were, I think we're at, at right over 100 houses last year. Um, I had maybe two or three say, well, we want to keep the lights because we, you know, we just built this house and we have so much storage. It's not a big deal. Yeah. They lose the warranty on the bulbs. Um, but so far, we've been back to every of those houses. We, those three houses we, we have this year on schedule cool. for next week of inflation. So, so do you, uh, <clears throat> this is a good topic. I know, and it may, you might not know this if you're trying to get into it. Or maybe if you've done a little bit of research, you know, the, the surface level stuff. Are you strictly uh, renting, strictly letting them own or are you doing a mixture of both man so last year i really got into trying out the renting process um i i had a lot of people reach out to me and uh because i because i man i dove head first in the christmas life stuff so i really reached out to a lot of people and, and really learned the system but i had a lot of people renting out the lot of their, like renting out their lights model um and it's that's gotten really tough where i'm at because of the you know like we had talked about how popular it's gotten yeah um, so I, I was having a hard time renting out the lights, but I was having a really profitable um, selling to the customer and storing them. So we still we still rent out the lights to a lot of our customers because they like changing up the, and that's another thing. If you're going into it, you want to make sure that it says in your customer agreement that whenever you're selling them the lights and you're storing them, when they want a color change, that's on them because that's more time out of your that's more time out of your schedule that you have to change that color set to their standards, if that makes sense. Yeah. So we ran with the business model of renting. Um, and, and our punchline was you can change your lights every single year. And, and so we, we sold a lot on that of customers being like, well, Hey, we can change our lights every year. Why don't we just rent them? And then rather than buying them and having the same color every year, but that was, that was kind of our only, that was our only big kind of selling on the renting lights, I guess. Um, you charge a little but, more for renting, is that, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, yeah, charging more for renting, and um, you know, we had I would say probably twenty to thirty percent more than what we would charge for buying and storing for the customer. Yeah, and uh, and it it seemed to be an okay model. We didn't, man, out of we weren't we weren't landing a good percentage of quotes on that on that model though. But we did land some, and and we'll make some really good money this year because of that. Um, but it was just uh, that was tough. That was tough. We we weren't getting as many jobs as as we were selling to the customer in the store. So so overall, the the customer owning the lights is the bigger. That's what you do the most of. For me, it has been. Uh, that's what I've heard from everybody that I've watched and learned. That's what I mean. And, and for me personally, this year getting into it, I'm only going to do the selling option. I'm not going to offer any renting. And that's a good way to get started. You know, for you, Jeremiah, as you, you get into it a little bit, you know, getting in there, getting those lights sold, and storing them. You start, you know, you're gonna start building a name for yourself around yeah. your community. And hey, Jeremiah does lights. Well, then you know you get two or three years in your belt, and you're like, all right, we're making good money now. Let's start the business renting model and see if you can't, you know, get you know, ten or twelve of those uh, renting lights. And then you got those lights. Those are those are those are your lights. Yeah. So, so you they're can make paying some, for your own lights. More money. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's that's a good model to get into. I think for for sure. Um, but you know, just for where I'm at locally, you know, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we were having a hard time, uh, of renting out the lights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's cool, man. Well, <clears throat> I don't really have, do you have anything else that, I mean, that I, maybe that I'm missing, uh, when it comes to the whole Christmas light thing, some advice you would give to somebody, uh, because I, like I said, I'm still new. Yeah, so yeah. What, what would you give? Well, I, I, you know, you, you've got to try it. If you thought about trying it, just Go to your, I mean, I know a lot of these guys that are probably listening to this are cutting grass and landscaping. Go to your longest customer you've ever had and be like, listen, if I put lights in your house, you know, would you be interested in just let me do this? And you pay for my, you know, you pay for the materials. So you learn the process. Yep. Anybody that's wanting to get into it, um, you know, do that. Um, learn, learn how easy it is. Um, and then, and then just slowly get into it. Now don't dive head first into it. Cause you can get, you can give yourself a heart. Like you can have a headache if you get into it too deep right off the bat. I mean, yeah. you have to learn, learn the system. Um, because if you don't people, majority of people want them up before Thanksgiving so they can turn them on afterwards. And you're going to have about 20 people calling you asking where your lights are. And it's the day before Thanksgiving. Yep. 
uh, been there and done that. But uh, you know, it's a uh, it's a slow process. I think the first year for sure, get all your get all your you know main customers you've had over the years, just offer that service, learn the service, and then and then kind of dive into it. But I will say, uh, you know, me and Alex talked a little bit. I think we're gonna actually. I say we think. I know on our Instagram, we're gonna start cranking out how to do videos because cool. I've had a lot of people reach out to me on christmas lights specifically since his podcast yeah and so everybody listen on you here now um you know on our instagram we're going to start next week for sure because we're we've got we're going to have a ton of people out installing i'll go over how to videos how to do so um you know how the installation works how, how we do it um how simple it is how how takedowns how we do takedowns um and really kind of help and educate people in the industry on how they can really help themselves in their business yeah well, I love it, man. Well, this is man, we're going on fifty minutes here. This has been really cool. <laughs> I know. I was sitting here looking. I was like, it's ten oh six. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's getting late. We we this has been a good show. So, well, as we wrap it up here, unless you have anything else to say about the Christmas lights thing, I th- I think that's a lot of value that we brought. And and if you're out there uh, listening, reach out and and uh, I think Trey would be more than happy to help you with yeah, the questions. Absolutely, you got. I'd be I'd be super happy. But I do want you to hit right here as we wrap things up. We've talked already about the importance in investing in yourself and. Um, what would you say to somebody who's, and, and on my podcast, I think I have a lot of newer guys, younger guys that are listening, uh, the guys mm-hmm. that are getting into it and, and maybe, maybe you're not younger. Maybe you're just a first year business owner, but you could be 35 or 40. It doesn't matter. The, the business coaching thing and investing in yourself, it's a, it's a controversial topic, business coaching. Cool. I've heard people say, oh, it's a waste of money. I'm not doing that. Uh, and why would I pay somebody else to do something I'm capable of learning myself and teaching myself? So give yeah. some, give two or three minutes here of, of what your take on business yeah. coaching was and, uh, and advice for somebody who's out there that's thinking about it or on the fence about it. Yeah. So, you know, at first I was kind of right, right on the fence for sure. Um, you know, it was a lot of money and, uh, you know, I didn't know if I had it, you know, I, I was worried. I was worried if I spend it, you know, if it would be um, worth it, you know, and, and you get on Instagram and you see, you know, those big influencers on, on selling crypto or whatnot. And they're, you, Hey, buy my program and I'll teach you how to do this. Yeah. Um, so I was very controversial on that, but, but found some guys, you know, I've, I actually worked with two different business coaches on, on two different things. And so that's, that's uh, after working with Alex, I realized the value in it, you know, and so I really uh, put it, put it towards myself, but you know, find somebody that's within your industry that, that you're interested in and, uh, you know, and, and, and that may offer business coaching. You, know, we, you and I both know that Alex offers it, you know, with, with his own business. And, and, uh, so anybody in the green industry, if, if, you know, if you're wanting to really build a, build a business and want to know how, you know, he's, he's for sure somebody that me and Jeremiah both know personally. So, so we know where, where his heart is and, and how much he enjoys helping people. And, um, you know, it's, it's for sure something that right on the fence, I was really skeptical about how, you know, how it would, how it work. I was just thinking somebody's going to take my money and, and, you know, get a couple lessons and then call it good. Um, but I think it's, it can go as far as you take it, make sure you do your research, um, make sure you do your research and finding before you, before you Venmo somebody, uh, you know, X amount of hundreds of dollars, uh, and say, uh, yeah, you know, I want to join the program, make sure they're make sure that they care about your success. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that are Instagram famous that can give, you know, two cares less about what you and you know, your business is. Yeah. So, so, so just do your research. And, uh, I've seen Corey Ballard say this multiple times. We were talking about, I was on the fence. It's a lot of money. I, I don't know if I can afford it. It's not, it's not that you can't afford it. You can't afford not to. In some situations, yeah. that's the thing. It's it's not that you can't. People are like I can't afford to go to GA. I can't afford to take the trip. Can't afford. You can't afford not to. You cannot afford yeah. not to invest back into yourself and into your business. And that's such a big thing at first, Jeremiah. For sure, it's like people understanding that is like uh, you know I was always for sure like I want to put if I had you know five hundred dollars I I want to go get a, another used mower or something you know. Yeah. Never in the beginning, if I would have invested that five hundred dollars into a mentor or a coach, I would be man, that would have paid off so much more. Yeah. Um, and then also for people that are kind of getting getting started, is just network. I mean, doesn't even have to be the same industry. Go find go find the guy that has the just biggest heat and air business yeah. in town, and he's running twenty he's running twenty trucks and buy him a cheaper and tell him world are you doing this yeah um and just soak it in soak in everything i've i've i network 
all the time on guys that, you know, especially around here that have, that are got huge businesses and, and how do you do that? You know, and just be a, be an annoying sponge. I mean, just like yeah. ask people yeah, questions right. and, yeah. and, uh, and, and network. And then, and if anybody is also on the fence at like GIE, you know, next year, I got so many awesome relationships, like, you know, Jeremiah, like we're, we're friends now and, and, and we've talked, you know, a lot since GIE. Yeah. And so, yeah. I wouldn't have done that. And I'm getting to learn, you know, stuff from you. And uh, there's, there's multiple other people that, you know, I've connected with and asked questions and uh, that trip, you know, what's to say it costs. Yeah. I, I rented a car and drove, but just say, say you have a thousand dollars and you're like, what can I do with this thousand dollars? Well, one thing is to try to GIE next year and, and network and talk to people and rent a car. I, I rented a car and drove down there and stayed, you know, stayed with that house. We all split. Yeah. Split, split it three ways and rented a house together and uh but you know i took the value out of it yeah. um you know i talked to anybody and everybody um and i even had i'm, I'm connected now with Corey ballard he texted me and said hey trey it's awesome meeting with you and if you have any questions or how you want to grow your business holler at me and like that right there that right there is like that's worth every thousand dollars yeah yeah every bit and that's it goes back to hey guys if you're on the fence on on investing yourself that right there just kind of shows you yeah. how much it how much value i got out of it yeah and now i'm sitting here with this podcast and i'm able to share that with all your listeners yeah, yeah. and uh so i love it anyway. i love it well we got one final question for you and this is yeah. uh this is one that i ask everybody it's kind of a newer segment we're doing here uh, we've been doing it probably the last 10 15 episodes but it's a it's the question that I love hearing the most, uh, and I actually heard uh, heard Corbett talk about this at GIE. But what is your why? What is your why for selling a house and going all into your business and being an entrepreneur? Uh, what what makes you get up and and what gives you the drive every day to go do what you do? So my why is uh, you know I I do want to I want to provide a good living for me and my future family. You know me getting married here in March. I, I you know I'm I'm excited to to have the opportunity to provide, you know, with my family. And I want to um, also, you know, own a business and, and pass it down to the next generation, but, but I'll never forget. So we have a, we have a, a convenience store that's blown up and it started out of Tulsa and it's blown up all over the world, but it's called quick trip. And I know a lot of people probably have them in their yeah. towns and if yeah. not, they're, they're coming. But the owner and CEO came to my college in which I was, it's a small college. It's local. And the owner and CEO came into my class and spoke about how his dad started quick trip. And he said he started it with the full intentions of giving other people an opportunity to have a good life. And, and so as I look back to where I'm going, starting my business, I'm going to be able to give guys a good life. You know, I'm going to be able to give guys a good job. And that's kind of what my why is, is, is creating that for, for other people, you know, and, and I'm, I've really become obsessed with systems. So like the money of the success does not, and, you know, fascinate me on any way. It's, it's more of building a successful system and providing other people's, you know, for other people's living. I've got, I've got three guys right now on the team that all have kids. Um, yeah, you're literally so responsible cool. for them. Yeah. It's so cool that like Lambert Lawn Solutions is providing that family. And yeah. that, that's the, that is one of the coolest things I'll get to wake up to. I'm drinking my coffee about to start today. I'm like, I'm literally providing for these guys and their families. Yeah. And that's for me, that's, that's the biggest win that I could possibly have. Hey, that's awesome. I love that answer. I love I mean, everybody's so different. That's the thing. Like, that's why I like asking the question because everybody's just so different. You'll have some that are the same, provide for your family, but those are good answers. I mean, there's nothing wrong with those, but then you got those like that where you just want to give back to your guys. You want to have a team that uh, you invest in. And, and here's the thing you are providing for them, but they're providing for you. That's like, it's a two way street there. If you don't treat them the right way, how are they going to yeah. provide for you? And, and so it's a, uh, I don't know if you if, yeah, if you want I, the opportunity to provide for them, you have to treat them the right way. Yeah, I had one of them come up to me uh, last week and like, man, I've never had a boss before push. You know, getting our forty hours in the week. Like a lot of guys, you know, they would they either work them until they're seventy five hours, or they work them until they're thirty, and there's just. But this guy, man, I love how you like even when we have rain days, you're having us come in together, like. I I have to have you guys for us this, this for this wheel to keep turning. Yep. Um. So you know, just just really caring about them and 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 uh, and having a blast doing it, man. Yeah. 
Well, that's awesome, man. Well, internet's getting a little rough here. We're going to wrap this one up. It's been a really fun show. Uh, thank you for coming on here and spending your time tonight. Uh, it's it's an honor to have you on the show. Yeah, man. We appreciate the time, man. We uh, look forward to looking forward to growing together. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. Well, where can everybody find you on social media? Lambert Lawn Solutions. Lambert, yeah, we, Lambert uh, Lawn Solutions. We're on Instagram. Yeah. Lambert Lawn Solutions. Uh, I about said at Gmail, which is our email, <laughs> but no, it's just Lambert Lawn Solutions. Uh, Lambert Lawn Solutions on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Good deal, man. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. It's been a really fun episode. Thanks for your time tonight, Trey. Like I said, guys, uh, apologies for the internet, but it just is what it is. We uh, got a good interview, and, and there's a few times you might have to figure out what everybody's saying, but I think you're still going to get a lot of value out of this. If you're still listening to this point, I know you did uh, because you, <laughs> you invested and you, you stuck around. So thank you so much for listening. If you would, leave us those important ratings and reviews. It really means a lot to us that – um, you that you do that, and we're actually getting quite a few rolling in here, and it's it means a lot to me that people are listening, people are giving their feedback, and uh, I, I always accept negative feedback too. So I mean, if there's stuff we need to fix, uh, definitely definitely reach out and let us know. But I love the, definitely love the pos- the positive feedback for sure. It, it, it's what keeps us going when I look on there and see that uh, it's it's touching somebody. It's like you're saying, giving back. You're touching somebody else's life. You're helping them out in their business. That's what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it for the other guys out there that are listening. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Maybe if you're new to the show, you haven't heard that one before. If you listened to that one from last year, well, hopefully it was just a good refresher for you. Uh, I've never actually re-released an episode like that before, but it was something new that I wanted to try. And that one didn't have as many downloads as some other ones around that time. And I wanted to kind of re-release it because I know there was some really good stuff in there. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, share with your friends. Uh, leave us a big five-star rating interview. And uh, you know how it is. We look forward to catching up with here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green podcast. It is an honor to have you listening and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.